Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Amen. Amen. We're going to go. Um, our sermon series today is Encountering God. Excuse me. Encountering the faces of praise. And we're going to encounter God through praise. Um, through our praise. And so our topic is servants take your place, the faces of praise. Hallelujah. Servants take your place. <laughs> so we're going to find out in this word um, what God is saying about uh, us taking our place, our rightful Amen. place, because we know we were created to give him glory. We know we were created to praise God and to worship God and to serve God. So He's looking for us now to take our place, to take our place and do what we were created to do. Amen. And we're going to go into the scripture, um, um, right into the scripture. We're going to Ruth chapter, we're going to read Ruth chapter 1, verse 10 through 5. And then we're going to go to Ruth chapter 4 and read 11, uh, excuse me, we're going to read Ruth chapter 1, verse 10 through 15, and then we're going to go to Ruth 4 and Ruth read 11 through 12. Amen. Okay, we're going to start out with 10, and it says, and they said unto her, surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And Naomi said, turn again, my daughters, why will ye go with me? And there yet any more son, are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say, I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight and should also bear sons. Would ye tarry for them till they were grown? Would you stay for them for, from having, would ye stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And they lift up their voice and wept again, and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth claved unto her. Verse 15, and she said, Behold, my, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And we're going to Ruth chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. And all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is coming to thy house like Rachel and like Leah, which two, which two, which two did build the house of Israel and do thou worthily in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. And let thy house be like the house of Pharaoh's whom Tamar bear unto Judah of the seed which the Lord shall give thee of this young woman. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we're going to start out talking about, we want to um, give you a kind of overview of this whole thing. Um, we know a lot of times when people say, okay, we're um, talking about Ruth, we're going to go to the book of Ruth. We automatically think about Ruth and what Ruth did and how she, you know, what God did for her at Ruth and her Boaz. That's the first thing they say. But in this passage today, we want to, God have a focusing on not Ruth as so much, but Naomi. 
Naomi is our focus today to see, um, we're talking about praise. We're going to see how her life, how her lifestyle was a praise to God. Hallelujah. But um, first of all, we want to talk about how her, uh, Naomi and her husband and her sons, they came for Bethlehem, Judah. And in that time, it was a famine going on. And so they thought it was a good idea to leave that place and go to over to Moab where the Moabites were. In that time, the Moabites and the Israelites, they had, they was in conflict with one another. And so sometimes we look at things and say, okay, it's a famine over here. I want to go over here. I want to move and go out of here, over here. But we are actually moving out of what God wants us to, to do, moving in a place that we shouldn't even be there anyway. Mm -hmm. Because even in that place of famine, that was a, the promised land, that place, place of famine, God still was blessing his children. He still was feeding his children. And they may have other, the other people, some of those that wasn't um, living a lifestyle pleasing to God, that wasn't serving God. They were in that famine, but God was making sure his people were yes. eating. And so they couldn't wait on God. They couldn't sit there. They didn't sit there and see what God had planned for them. So they moved, they moved out of position. Amen. And God want to talk about us today about moving out of position, because sometimes we move out of position when we should be staying there, no matter what the situation looked like. Cause sometimes we uh, go and get another job when, when everything started getting shaky in that other job, but that's not what God want us to do. He want yeah. us to stay there because he's trying to birth something. He's trying to move something. He's shaking up things. And so we have to be careful about moving to different places and moving to different houses when God hasn't told us to do that, when he hasn't told us to change God's, I mean, jobs, excuse me, when he hasn't told us to change jobs. So we have to make sure that we are in, in the will of God when we are doing things. And so when they moved out out of out of the will of God and and moved to they went to Moab then all a lot of things started happening first of all mm -hmm. Naomi lost her husband he died he passed away her sons they died they passed away but before they passed away though they married two of the Moabite women and even in that the Moabite women they were these people were conflict with the Israelites. Yeah. So they went and married people that they shouldn't have married, but they did it anyway. Yes. Minister Marco, you have something to say? Hey Amen. Just like Minister Darling was saying, you know, they they moved out of position. And the thing about that, you know, we don't know what will happen when you move out of position. Amen. They thought that place, it looked at it didn't look right to them. I mean, it was a famine and that's how it is with us today. I mean, when things get hard, things don't look right. We trying to find a way out. We trying to find other things to do. We're not really consulting God. We're not really talking to God about it, man. We just do what we take upon ourselves and begin to move and we moving out of place. And this is what happened to uh, Naomi. She, they moved out of place. Amen. And like I say, we, we don't know what's going to happen by you moving out of place. Amen. But, and they were in the blessed place, even though there was a famine, but God was still taking care of them. I'm, I mean, I know we all can attest to times where we didn't know how things were going to get paid and 
somehow God made a way. We didn't know, we didn't have no food. Somehow God made a way. And like I say, they, he was, he was still taking care of them, but because it didn't look right, because they got scared, they got, you know, fearful. She began to move out of place. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And even to add, I know we are saying a lot before we get to the scripture, but we want to kind of give you a little bit of background of what was going on before we get to chapter 10, because it was so much going on. And then, you know, her son's married and then they passed away and, and then all this stuff is going on. And a lot of times stuff do go on and we don't understand it. That's because we've moved out of place. We move from under the safety of God. And so um, this passage of scripture um, is really a, a, a blessing. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the word. Um, verse 10 says, and they said unto her, surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And so we already know that um, things started happening and Naomi she's ready to go. She's ready to go back to her people. She's ready to go back to Bethlehem, Judah. And when you really, um, my definition for Bethlehem, Judah is Bethlehem means the house of bread and Judah means praise. Judah means praise. And so they came from a blessed place. Yes. Sometimes we don't know how to receive the blessing because we're looking for it to come one way when God is doing it another way. But they came from the house of bread, which is a, which is a praise, Amen. you know, so they was they came from a blessed place, but she was ready to go back to that place. She knew everything had went wrong. She lost a lot and to lose um, your husband and and two children. That's a lot. And even with that, I know what it is to, to lose a son, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's hard, but to lose two, you and you still, even with Naomi, and we, you're going to see later on in the scriptures, she stayed focused. She felt some type of way. She was depressed. She was in her feelings and everything, but she still stayed focused. She didn't lose her focus on God. She didn't lose her focus, but she in in she kept trying to get her daughter-in-laws to go back, go back to your people. She was sending them back to their people, but they really didn't want to go back to their people. They didn't want to go back to that pagan generation. And we're going to find out that the reason why they didn't want to go back. Uh, God is, I'm telling you, God is so good because he's, he's just showing us like, okay, you move out of place things are happen, but when you begin to see your, your, your fault, you begin to see your mistake, then you can get back on the right track. But she was trying to get back on the right track. She was trying to go back. She was trying to go back to that place where they came, where she came from, but she wanted her daughters to actually go back to where they came from. Amen. And just to kind of piggyback a little of what Minister Darling was is saying, you know, she, they came from a best, a blessed place already. It, it was a best, uh, a blessed place, amen. But like she was saying, you know, you ever, you ever heard people say sometimes the grass look green on the other side until you get over there and find out, okay, I should have stayed where I was at, amen. And this is what happened with her. She, she didn't, she didn't turn her back on God, but she moved out of position. She moved out of position, which caused certain things to 
to happen. So God had to allow these things to happen to get her back in place. Amen. So we see here that, you know, the, the, the Moabites, you know, they came from these, these two women came from a whole different place. Naomi, she believed in God. These two ladies, they didn't believe in God. They were serving pagan gods. They were serving all the other gods. So they came from an entirely different place. But it was something in Naomi that drew their attention. It was something. They was watching her lifestyle. It's all about relationship. Amen. It's all about relationship. They were watching her, even though they wasn't accustomed to the things that she was doing and her beliefs. But they knew it was something. It was something that was drawing them to her. And that's how it is with us, amen. People should be able to be drawn to you, no matter what color, no matter what their background is, no matter what denomination or whatever the case may be. It should be something that people see in, in you and I to draw them, to want them. Okay, it's something about them. It's something that, that, that it's something just, it's something about this woman. It's something about this man of God. It's something about them that I want this, amen. The world is looking for something. They're looking for something, but we got to get a position, amen. We got to get in position, amen, to give them what they need, amen. That's true. We can't give them what they need if we're out of position. Amen. So servants, take your place. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your place. Yes. Amen. Stay in your own lane now, but take your place. Don't try to do it like the next one. Take your place. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But, uh, you know, like she was saying, you know, they, you know, and they said unto her, surely we will return with thee unto thy place. They was confident. They had confidence. They were like, no, we going back with you. We don't care. They weren't trying to hear nothing. We going back with you. Hallelujah. Amen. They, 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 this, this, they said they, ain't, they going back with her. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Miss Oh, let me calm down. Jesus. And, um, we're going on to verse 11. And Naomi said, turn again, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? And at this point, Naomi being kind of sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> she's in her feelings. Now she done lost her husband. She done lost her two sons. She's trying to get rid of her daughter-in-law. And they won't, they acting like they don't want to go back to their people. <laughs> And so she's a little frustrated and irritated and she's a little bothered, you know, and her sons, you know, uh, she done lost her sons and her husband. And this thing is really weighing down on her. And she, she asked them, so I'm, I'm telling y'all to go back. Now, is there any more sons in my womb? Do I look like I have a husband? You know, she tried to get them to go back. Like, uh, you know, she might not be saying it right, but she telling them, do I look like I, I, I got a husband and I can bear more children? Do I look like that? But even in the midst of that, um, and we're going to go and because we're going to tie 11 and 12 together and we're going to read 12. Turn again, my daughters, go your way. For I am too old to have a husband. If I, sh 
if I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight and should also bear sons. So she just was, she was on them. She like, I'm too old anyway. Why, why would I want to have another husband? Why would I want to bear more children? And so that's, you know, like us, we try to push people away when people see something in us we try to push them away they say oh you know oh, lord thank you i remember that time uh this been a while though i was living uh on the third floor of apartment building and pastor katrina and all the saints was looking for me and the girl down there was like who y'all looking for that lady up there that be doing all that praying <laughs> and so People see, they know, okay, that's a praying person. That's a worshiping person. That person, that man, that woman, they like to talk about God. They like to praise God. They like to pray. They like to love on people. They like to do this and they like to do that. And, and they seen something in Naomi, like Minister Marco was saying, they seen something in her and they didn't want to go. They didn't want to go back to their people because mm. they know that people were serving goats and cows and all this kind of stuff. They had nothing to do with the true and living God. And so they didn't want to go back there. They saw her. They had to see uh, Naomi, even, you know, when her husband and and uh, her sons were still living. They had to see her with a prayer life. They had to see her praising. Yeah. They had to see the way she was serving and, and loving on people. They had to see all this in order for them to want to stay with her. Because if they people are not seeing you um, doing these things, they don't want to. They don't want to follow you. They don't want to love on you. Well, not saying they don't want to love on you, but they don't want to be. A, close to you they don't want to be around you they don't want to be connected to you like that and so they'll go yeah. you told me to go back to my family i'm gone because ain't nothing over here you ain't praising god i ain't seen you praise god i ain't seen you, your prayer life i ain't seen none of that so they would have went back but they seen something in her and it wasn't just things that she was saying they saw her lifestyle they saw how she was living and so they wanted to be there but she was trying to get rid of them them girls she was trying to you know send them back home to their their mothers amen, amen. like uh <laughs> minister darling said you know she was really trying to get rid of them, man. And the thing when I, I, I really like about this is that the devil will try to make you second, second guess what God has said. And what, could you go back to 11? Um, it says, and, and Naomi said, turn again, my daughters. Why will ye go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands. And like Minister Dolly was saying, she was being a little sarcastic. She was in her feelings. The truth of the matter, she was upset with God, amen? Like we do sometimes. We get upset with God, amen, and we get in our feelings and we go on this little temper tantrum. We want to be up off by ourselves. And now the, now the devil is playing with you. Now he's making you second guess everything God has said. You already know what you what God said, amen. Now you don't move out of position. Now you want to push everybody away. Now you want to be by yourself, amen. Now you want to complain about everything. Now the devil playing with your mind. Now nobody can't get in contact with you. Now we got to look, get the whole squad to come out there and try to find you. Now you gone missing, amen, by yourself, amen. Alone, you and the devil, 
talking to you, doing everything there is to do to persuade you not to go back. Know you out, you out of line, you out of place, amen. And you having a hard time getting back. Yes, amen. She, she loved them. They, they love, they love Naomi. But like Minister Donna said, they seen something in her that they know they wanted. They wanted this. They didn't want to go back and see the devil trying to get some of y'all to go back to what y'all used to. Amen. He trying to get you to go back to what you used to. Amen. They weren't accustomed. They weren't used to this. It was different for them. But they only thing they knew, they loved what they seen. Amen. Amen. And people have to see something in you. What, what is people seeing in you? That's the question. What are, what is people seeing in you? What can they say about you? She was trying to do everything in her power to turn them away. They were not. They was persuaded to stay. They were like, uh-uh, we going back with you. Can people really say that about you, you and I? Jesus. Lord. If some of us tell people, no, you need to go back. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. I, I go. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead. We just did 11 and 12. We're going to go ahead to 13. <clears throat> and this is Naomi. She's still talking. She's still <laughs> trying to get them to, to go on by their way. <laughs> Would you tarry for them till they were grown? Would you stay for, the, for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And see, just like Minister Marco said, she was actually mad at God and she just didn't want to be bothered. She didn't want to, she really didn't be want to be bothered that bothered at that time. And she's asking them, okay, if I do have some kids right now, y'all gonna stay till they get grown. She trying to let them know y'all gonna be old as Methuselah. <laughs> when these boys get big so are y'all gonna really stay here uh to till they get grown Amen. he said no y'all not gonna be here no y'all y'all not gonna be here Amen. and so she was she was grieving that was her way to grieve you know she was she was saying a little much but that was her a way of trying to you know at least push them away at that moment i just feel like she really wanted to be by herself but god knew what was best for her Man. She really wanted to be by herself. She wanted to be by herself she could, so she can grieve, so she can be depressed, so she can, you know, say whatever she want to say and not, you know, nobody be there to help her. And so, but the girls, they, they were persistent. They wanted to go with her. Man. And man, just to add a little bit more what she was saying, you know, I really believe that God, he gives us time to, to grieve, amen. But after the grieving, amen, it's time to go back. It's time to, it's time to get back busy. It's time to go to work, amen. And I was faced with a situation a few weeks ago, and I kind of got off track, you know. Well, I did get off track, ain't no counter. But one thing I learned about this situation is that you, you never know how God will do things, amen. And my pastor made a comment to me. She say, I was like, Lord, this ain't right. But she say, um, 
God, yeah, God got you right in his face. Thinking like, what? <laughs> God got you right in his face, right where he wants you at. Amen. Amen. And I say that to really say this, you know, a lot of times we we do, we move out of position, amen. We want to we want to get away because I was like, man, I just want to get away for a while. But in all honesty, when it was time for me to get a while, get away, I didn't get away. Now I want to get away when it's time to work. Amen. And that's that's how a lot of us do. When it's time for us to rest, we don't want to rest. But then when it's time to be busy, then we want to rest. <laughs> that's real. And God will take the foolish things. I mean, I don't even know why I'm really going this way, but I'm just going to be led by God. Even in all this stuff that me and my wife always was going through some weeks ago. And I always prayed and asked God to, to keep it simple with me. But he kept it simple, but then it was so strange because I told my wife, I say, it's a bird out here and he won't leave. I say, out of all the houses on our street, why he gonna stop at our house? Especially at a time like I'm at a time like this, I don't want to be dealing with no birds and stuff like that. I was, you know, I was all in the feelings and stuff. I was ain't upset, mad. I'm thinking like, what? What is with this bird? <laughs> but the thing that God was showing me in with this bird, and this bird would follow me around up to my, follow me everywhere I go. I'm thinking like, what? What is this bird? I'm like, I don't understand. This bird just keep following me. I go this way, he that way. I go that way. I mean. I say, I ask Kira, I say, what is it with this bird? But one thing God was showing me in this right here is that this bird was hurt. And God, he knows us. He knows us. He knew that I would take care of this bird because I can tell this bird was hurt. And I called the people. He got a tag on his, on his, on his leg. He got a number. So I called the people. They was like, um, yeah, that's one of our birds, but we got to find the owner, but they never could find the owner. She said, all you got to do is give it water because they fly miles, they fly like 200 miles. It, some kind of, they were saying they fly all these miles and stuff, and they said the bird was probably either injured or thirsty. Well, he was both. He was injured and thirsty. So, make a long story short, I nursed the bird back to hell, but he don't want to go. He just, he, he's, he's refused to go. And the thing what I'm saying is that God was letting me know that he's, he covers us. He, he covers us even when we're going through, even when times get hard, he, he covers us. He, his, his wings, he, he covers us. And this bird knew, he felt real, like, he, he feels so like, he don't feel threatened by me. Like he's he, like he'll fly and hit me on the arm and all kind of crazy stuff. I'm thinking like this bird is crazy. I mean, he he just that comfortable. And God would just let me know, I'm protecting you. Amen. I I I hope my peace, even in the whole all the situation that was going on, I hope my peace. And I did let the Lord fight me. Fight me. He did fight the battle. But God would just let me know the same way. You nursing that bird back, you the hell, I'm doing the same thing for you. I had moved out of position, but 
God got me back in position. He allowed certain things to really take place. And that's, I think that's where a lot of us is at because things no longer always look right. And we want to be so used to trying to do things on our own. Amen. And we move out of position, but my pastor was telling me, say, Marco, you in the right place. You, you in the right place. And I couldn't understand at the time. I'm like, um, I'm going through a lot. You sure I'm in the right place? <laughs> Am I really in the right place? I'm like, I'm going through, I felt like I didn't do nothing. But the enemy knows. He knows what God has. He, he knows that God is that God is trying to use you guys. He know, he know all this stuff. So it's his job to try to get you out of position. But God wants to come back and say, okay, it's time for you to get back in position. Amen. Get back in position, amen. Yeah, you might have been knocked off a little while. You might have took a little curve here and there. But, amen, now it's time to get back on that straight and narrow path. Now it's time to get busy, amen. Now it's time for you, amen, to start serving, doing what you was called to do, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Calm down. And even when you're dealing with grief, you know, <clears throat> a lot of times that, that sometimes the grief is so heavy. Yeah. Um, and I tell everybody, you know, I lost my mom, um, but losing my son, I, I, I hated that, you know, but I knew that had to happen, but it was nothing like losing my son. That was a whole nother different grief. That was a whole nother thing. And you can grieve so bad till you get in a place of depression, a suicidal state and all this stuff. But even with me, God didn't allow me to grieve like that. And my family was saying, you ain't even grieve. How are you going to come out preaching the funeral? You ain't even grieve yet. But God wouldn't let me grieve like that because God knew if I started grieving really bad, I was going to sink into a hole that I couldn't even come out of. And so everybody grieves different. Yeah. But see, one thing about Naomi, she did with her grief, she didn't, she might've been upset with God, but she still, she knew who God was. She still did her praise. She still did her worship. Mm -hmm. She still did what she was supposed to do. But one thing about that too, when we're angry with God, we need to tell God, not that he don't know, we need to talk to him about it so he can deliver us, so he can Amen. set us free. Because when we know that confession frees us up, it frees up our mind, it frees up our heart, it frees us oh, up, yeah. our spirit, it frees us up. And so we have to be honest with God and say, God, you know what? I'm mad with you. And my son passed away 2015. And I just told God last week I was mad with him. It took me just that long to be honest because I thought it, it's a shame before heaven to tell a holy and righteous God that I'm mad at him for something, you know, I knew because we know people are, are going to leave. We know that. But I was mad at him for something he didn't even do, you know. And so we have to be careful with that. Even in this, you know, just... <laughs> I, I don't want to go too fast, but it's going to be something. God is going to 
do something in this. He's going to move through this because right now he's he's bringing us out of that place of complacency, out that place out of grieving, that place out of complaining. And he's putting us back, Amen. getting us back onto that track where we're supposed to be, that place of servitude. Hallelujah. And we know that when we serve God, we're praising God. We're worshiping God. We're going out getting the souls. We're doing what we're supposed to do. But sometimes... It takes the hand of God to, okay, turn us back in the right direction. Sometimes we don't get back to that place on our own. Sometimes we don't even know how to get back. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we're going to go on to verse 14. And they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Oprah, Oprah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth claved unto her. And even as we see here, they, they started crying. They didn't want to leave. They saw, you know, what their people are like. And they saw what Naomi was like. And that was two different things. And they didn't want to go back to those people. Those people over there acting crazy. They talking to donkeys. And they talking to cows. And they talking to all these different animals and statues and things that can't talk back. Things that can't heal things. They, they didn't want to go back to that craziness. But one thing about Ruth. Ruth claimed to her mother-in-law, she said, I don't care if Oprah go back, she can go back. I'm going to stay here because I don't want that foolishness. I'm going with you, Naomi. I'm going to move in this thing with you. I'm, I'm going <laughs> with you because I know there's something about you. There's a difference about you. You, you anointed, you, you are praying woman. And I see these things and that you are blessed. You are a blessed woman. She just was out of place a little bit. Sometimes people get out of place a little bit, yeah. but God just need to nudge them a little bit also to push them back in place. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, they just need a, a encouraging word um, to get them back in place. But this is where they're at. But Oprah, she kissed her mother-in-law and she left. She went back to her people. But Ruth said, no, no, I'm, I'm staying here. I'm going to cleave. I'm going to cleave until to Naomi. I'm not going nowhere. And we know there's another place in the Bible where it talks about claving and uh, uh, the husband leaving his family and cleaving to his wife. Amen. And that that let you know that she was really close tight with, with her mother-in-law. She was really close with her mother-in-law. She really loved her mother-in-law and she didn't want to leave. And that's how we need to be. We need to start cleaving with some people, people that we know are anointed, people that we know are going to push us, people that we know that is going to encourage us. We need to clay with them. But it's so often that we want to, and they don't even tell us, you know, you go over there. We try to go over there on our own we try to back up on our own but that's not what we should be doing in this hour we should be claving with the people that we know are, are anointed that we know are praying that we know are praising that we know that are living the life and that's where we need to be in that place where we are claving with those that are in in that place with god amen what i what i like about this is that we 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 talking about this relationship, amen. Yes. Amen. In order to have a successful relationship, man, you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the work in, amen. They had a relationship with Naomi, and they knew they watched her, they they watched her life, they knew that it was something about her that they wanted. Mm 
They wanted to, to be around her. And when, they, when, when Ruth made that decision, when she obey, I, I wrote it down because I want to, it was in her obedience from the moment she decided to leave her, her homeland and follow Naomi. This is when her life changed, amen? Yes. This is when her life changed. That's why it's so important that we live a life pleasing to God and before others because people are watching us. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I really believe if Naomi would have stayed out of place and really wasn't doing the will, I feel, I really believe that Ruth, Ruth wouldn't be who she is today. So people are watching us. Amen. That's why it's so important, amen, that we live a life right before them. We live a life pleasing to God, that we be obedient to and do what God is telling us to do. Amen. They, she, like, Reuben trying to, she was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm used, I'm, like, we always say, you know, <laughs> you know, we have, once we, got, we had gotten into this ministry, you know, they would always say, uh, <laughs> you know, we like the, um, uh, we like the mob, amen. When you get in, you can't get out, amen. <laughs> but I, I tell you, it has really been a blessing in this ministry because the, 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 the love is so demonstrated in this ministry. I mean, I'm not saying it because I'm in this ministry. I'm saying it because I have witnessed it. I have seen it. I see it close up. Amen. They, they encourage you. And when you get out of line, they encourage you to get back in line. A little twist on that, though, I be, mean. <laughs> Amen. But it's love. I mean, it's love, amen. And they cry, they lift up their voice. When the last time we cried, really cried out to God? When the last time have you really cried out to God? They cried out before this lady, but when the last time you really cried out before God? I mean, really cried out. Hallelujah. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Jesus. Amen. So we're going to go to Hallelujah. chapter four. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ruth chapter 15, ver- chapter one, verse 15. I'm sorry, we s- skipping a verse. Yeah. And she said, behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods returned out after thy sister-in-law. And so even, even, you know, in returning back, we have to look at things as it is. We can't look, you know, okay, I'm going back to the way I was. I'm going back when that sister-in-law went back, she was going back to the old things, the things that, you know, her people were doing. She didn't, you know, she wanted to stay with Naomi, but she wasn't persistent or, or she wasn't, um, what's the word? She wasn't persistent and she wasn't like, um, stubborn, a little stubborn, like, uh, Ruth was, Ruth was a little stubborn. Now she was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going back to these people. And I'm just looking at Oprah. Why would you want to go back to the way that stuff was when you did see 
um, how things was going. And so that's how, what I like. The yeah. thing we keep going back to different things that we know that's pulling us out of the will of God, that's pulling us off the path of God, sure. you know, and we need to stay on the path. We need to stay, you know, pushing. We need to stay because a lot of times we we look back and we go back and then when we try to get back on track, it'd be worse. It get yeah. worse every time. And um, so she did. She went back. She went back to her people. But Naomi and and um, excuse me, Naomi and Ruth, they decided to stay focused. Mm -hmm. Ruth, she said, "Okay, my sister-in-law have gone back, but I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that." And so we have to know that we can't keep going back to stuff that we know God has delivered us from. Mm -hmm. We can't keep going back to things that we know that God has set us free from. We can't keep going back, looking back at things that we know that hurt us and things that, you know, we know that is not good for us. We can't keep, we can't keep doing that. Mm -hmm. We have to stay focused. We have to stay focused on God. We have to stay focused on the things of God. And it's just so important at this moment, and even in this time, that we stay focused, that we keep appraised, that we keep our, you know, our mind right, that we stay in the word, that we stay prayerful because there's so much going on and so yes. many things happening to pull us off of the off um the track, pull us off our path. People are saying things, people are doing things. All these things come to pull you off the path. But you, no matter what people are saying, you stay focused. If you don't want to go back to that stuff, don't you go back. Yeah. You know it. If you go back, things are gonna happen that are not good. Yeah. So don't you go back. Be persistent like Ruth. Be stubborn like Ruth. Because we can be stubborn in some things, but Amen. use your stubbornness in a in a positive way. Amen. Be stubborn like I'm not going back to those people over there i'm not going back to that group because all i know they do is drink and they fuss and they argue and they curse and they do all things that god is not pleased with so we have to make sure that we stay focused we have to stay focused we have to stay on the path and we can't go back we can't go back to that stuff amen um ruth made a uh she made a she made a conscious decision amen she said she wasn't going back and she stuck to it. No matter what the situation, no matter what came, she wasn't going back. And we got to be the same way like Ruth was. I mean, we got to be just that, that stubborn, like Minister Dolly is saying, we're not, we're not going back because the plan, the plan of the enemy is to, for us to go back to what we used to do. Amen. Her her sister her, her sister in law she went back to that familiar place. She went back to what she was used to, even though she didn't want to go, but she went anyway. And we we gotta we gotta we can't look back. We have to take our positions. We have to take our place. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to take our place. We're going to go ahead and go to chapter four of Ruth, and we're going to go to verse 11. Mm. 
And all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, we are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is coming to thy house like Rachel and like Leah, which too did build the house of Israel and do thou worthily in Ephrathah and be and be famous in Bethlehem. So in, in this thing here, these people say we are witnesses. So what happened was, um, if you read a little bit above, um, Boaz, he, he paid for, he purchased Ruth to be his wife. He purchased her. But it was so many things that, like Minister Marco was saying, there's so many things that are getting in place. There's so many things that God is lining up to bless Ruth because of her, you know, her faithfulness and because of her um, persistence and because of her love for her mother-in-law. Even God, even in this, they say, okay, we are witnesses. Who, who's, what, what can people say about us? Yeah, we are witnesses, but what are they witnessing? Mm. What are they witnessing? Are they witnessing us praising God? Are they witnessing us living for God? <laughs> what are they witnessing? Because oh, yeah. if we are not doing the right thing, because even with in the house of Rachel and Leah, those two, they that's where the children of Israel came from, the tribe of Israel. Yeah. They came from Rachel and Leah. They, yes. Those two women, they built the house of Israel. And so even in that, they were showing, okay, here come Ruth. A, a whole lineage is coming through her. The lineage of David and Christ, all these are coming, going to come through, come through, um, they, uh, excuse me, Ruth. Yeah. Ruth was the great, she's the great grandmother of David. And so they say, okay, we witnessed, we witnessed Ruth. We saw her out there um, in, in the cornfield. We saw her out there in the wheat field. We saw how she carried herself. We saw that she was a, a, a virtuous woman. We saw all yes. these things. We saw her character. We saw how she spoke um, to people. We saw how she loved on people. We saw how she loved her mother-in-law. They was a witness to all these things. And that's how we have to be. When people say, okay, I'm a witness to him i'm a witness to her i see how they live because it's a bad thing if, if you know you you see people in in the courthouse and they get up there on the witness stand because they testifying against somebody they don't have good things to say i saw him yes he had the gun yes he had the knife yes he did it and these things are not good, but we don't want witnesses like that. We want people who are going to stand up and say, you know what? Yeah, they walking in that calling. They walking in what God called them to do. Yeah, they love people. They, yeah, they pray. Yeah, they worship. Yes, they do this. Yes, uh, you know, all these things. Yeah, they will call and encourage you. Yeah, they will love you. These are the types of witnesses that we need. These are the type of witnesses that you know, God are calling for us to stand up and be servants so we can get witnesses like this. We got to get in that place of servitude. And it's just not to, you know, go around uh, serving a table, but you're serving it. You're serving in all different kinds of ways. You're serving God. You're serving, you know, when you go out and do evangelize, you're serving. You're serving when you're calling and encouraging people. You're serving when you're praying for people. You're serving when you're lifting your pastors up and your, your apostles up. You're serving. Mm -hmm. All of that is serving too. And so we got to make sure we're doing that because we want to get have a good name. When we when we are called and say, okay, um, do um anybody want to be a witness for Darlene? I don't want to be running 
trying to hide because I don't want my witness saying nothing for me because I know it ain't going to be good. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to have to run and hide because I know my witness about to say something that ain't right. And so that's why we have to make sure we stay on that path. So when the witness come forth, we know they saying something, you know, that's, that's encouraging something that's going to keep us lifted up, you know, and keep pushing us forward. Hey Amen. I was, <laughs> I was just, la- I was sitting there laughing on the inside. I, was, I was thought about, uh, you know, I thought about when you, you go to court and stuff like that, you have witnesses and, um, you know, before they get up there, you know, they be like talking like, you know, I want to make sure we're still on the same page now. Don't get up there and say nothing crazy. Don't get up there and say nothing crazy now. We're going to make sure we got all, everything in order. Make sure we got everything together, amen. And, and, man, that's how it is with us, amen. We got to be on the same page, amen. As believers, we got to be on the same page. What will people witness in us? Amen. Is they going to witness having a praise on our lips, amen? Amen. Even when times get a little hard, are we going to still give out a yet praise? Amen. Are we going to we're going to fall under pressure? Amen. Hallelujah. Are we going to just give God a praise? What will people witness in your life? What can they say about you? I mean, what are they going to witness? Oh, I know he's going through right now. He got his head down. I know he's going through right now. You know, every time he go through it, man, he go he go to uh, trying to get away and he get all quiet and stuff like that but what were people witness it said all the people that were at at the gate and the elders said we are witnesses okay what were they what were they witnessing are they going to witness you giving god a praise hallelujah what are they going to witness what can people say about your life what can they say what can they what can they say about your life? What are they going to say, amen? If they get up on that witness stand, what are they going to say about you? What are they going to say, amen? I used to, uh, the old, my old pastor, I used to, um, the church I used to go to, they, I remember, I would always remember this one sermon he was talking about. Um, he was talking about, you know, when a person dies and they have the tombstone, and they have the, the date where you was born and the date where you um, you died. And in between, they have that dash. And he would he would say, what, what, would be, what is your dash? What will people say in between you, you living and you leaving here? What will people say in the middle? What, would, what did you do in the middle of this? What can people say about the things that you, you have done? Before you leave here. Amen. I would always think about that. What is your dash? From the time you was here, you was born. From the time you leave here, what can people say about about you? What is it going to be? Well, she was real mean. You could never really say much to her. She would always take things and twist it and get mad. I never seen her smile. What would people say about you? Hey, man, it's time for us to come up, amen. It's time for us to take our place, amen. 
Hallelujah. We got the beginning to start giving God a praise, even through in the midst of opposition, the midst of trials. Things um, things come. Amen. It comes to it. Don't God ain't God say I didn't come to destroy man. He came to save our lives. That's what he came for. He didn't come to destroy us. So don't think every time you go through, amen, that it's always got to be, or they must have did something wrong. They going through, they don't say something, they don't did something wrong. It's sometimes sorrow and pain. It's not only for God's purpose, but it, it comes to grow us. Amen. It comes to strengthen us. Hallelujah. It comes to strengthen us, to grow, growth. Amen. We got to go through something. He said, must I bear the cross alone, man? We got to take up our cross and we got to walk with this thing. Amen. Must I suffer alone? I bear the cross alone. Amen. It's all right. Times get a little harder, man. Amen. Yeah, it's all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. What would, what would the people witness? What would they witness about your life? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So we we got to go to verse 12 because there is a, 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 a ending to this thing. There is Hallelujah. a praise to this thing because we know that Naomi, um, she went through some things. She went through some things. She, because, you know, they, they turned away from that promised place, that promised land where the promises what God had for them, they turned away from that thing. But yes. through Ruth, God gave them grace and mercy. They, he yes. showed them uh, uh, just, he had mercy on them. That was, this book really, if you really look at it and you start reading chapter four, that's a book, uh, it, it's talking about redemption. Yes. It's talking about how God redeemed them because Naomi lost so much she lost her, her so much, but in the midst of this, they said, okay, your family is not going to die. We, we about to start up another lineage hallelujah. of your family. Hallelujah. And so let's get into this scripture and let that house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bear unto Judah of the seed, which the Lord shall give thee of this young woman. Hallelujah. And so when we looked up the word Perez, the house of Perez, it's breach or burst, breach or burst forth. And so what was coming to us, there's a bursting forth that's coming. There's a bursting Hallelujah. forth. Forth. We got to begin to praise. Hallelujah. Yes. Because Hallelujah. we don't know what our praise is going to burst forth. We don't know what our praise is going to break break through. It's going to break through some barriers. Amen. It's going to break through some things. I praise. We don't understand that our praise is a weapon. We don't understand that our praise shake things, that it break things, that it bust up things. Hallelujah. We don't understand this thing but about Hallelujah. praise. And we really study praise and we really look at it the way God wants us to see it. We'll know that when a praise burst forth, things begin to happen. The enemy begins to back up. But we so much we lose so so many things start happening we lose our praise our praise done got dusty it done got stale <laughs> it done got it done got dusty it done got stale it's dry and and god when i praise the birds forth again Amen. We, i remember the time we used to praise we used to kick up dust in the carpet 
be about to tell the people floors praising God. You know, we used to praise like that. <laughs> but where is our praise now? Hallelujah. Where is our praise now? Because we've gone through so much, we don't have a praise anymore. We still should have a praise because God done brought us from that thing that was hurting us, that thing that Hallelujah. You know, had us depressed, had us wanting to give up, had us confused, had us complaining. God done brought us up from that stuff. Now it's the time for us to praise. God looking for a real praise. He's looking for true worshipers in this hour. He's looking for us to praise him like never before. Hallelujah. Because when you get begin to praise God like he's requiring us to praise him, there's a shaking that takes place. Mm. Things begin to break off. Even on you, when you begin to praise God like you're supposed to praise him, when you begin to praise him like you need to praise him, thank begin to break off of you hallelujah the enemy has to go things begin to shake hallelujah mm -hmm. i'm the praise god is looking for a praise in this hallelujah hour. god is looking for a praise he's looking for something to burst forth when it bursts forth Ain't gonna mm. be nothing like that. It's gonna <laughs> when it bursts, Jesus. when it bursts forth. Hallelujah. Thank you. And Jesus. it's just coming to be about a birthday. Thank you, God. God wanna birth something. Hallelujah. Thank you, it's Jesus. Not happen till we get in that place of praise. Hallelujah. We got to praise so this thing can be birthed. We got to praise so this thing can burst forth. Hallelujah. We looking for God to do so many things, but where where is our praise? Hallelujah. Where is our praise? Mm. We still got to praise God. We still required to praise Him. That's why He says, "Servant, take your place." Yes, because we still required to praise. Hallelujah! Him. No matter what's going on, Jesus. my mind might be all twisted and everything else, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure you can still praise God. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. She said, "Give God a praise." Amen. <laughs> Amen. I remember. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna move on out the way. I remember. Um, and I know a, a lot of people can attest when you first got saved, amen. The fight up to my, it was like fire shut up in your bones, amen. I know your bones don't got a little weaker now, but that little, you still can get out of praise now, a worthy praise. I mean, I remember we, we went to this one church and that was when my wife, she uh, was doing uh, doing more, a lot of more dances and stuff like that. And we, um, and I, I'm, I kid y'all not. My wife was up there. She was spinning so fast. And I say, Kira looked like, she, uh, looked like a top. You want to spinning top, spinning around. I mean, she was spinning so fast with, them, with that, that, uh, the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the flag. I mean, she was knocking dust off. I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. She was knocking dust off the people fan up there. I was, I say, oh my God. I say, Kira is knocking dust off these people fan. She was spinning so fast. I said, "Man, I said, I thought she was going to spin a hold out in the in the in the carpet." I mean, she was spinning so fast. But I said that to say this, Amen. I don't care where you at right now. I don't care what you're doing, Amen. We we need to give God a praise, Amen. Yeah, I know we on live. I mean, we on on camera, but Amen. We need to give God a praise, Amen. Where's that praise? Like when you first got saved, where's that spark, Amen? Where is it? Amen. You, I don't care. You have to pull up a praise somewhere. 
You need to pull up a praise, amen. I know you're a little tired in your body, amen. I understand that. I know you might have still went to bed late, amen. But we need to give God a praise, amen. God is trying to burst some things right now, amen. I know things has happened. I know, you know, there's so much going on in this world, amen. But, you know, when you begin to give God a word of praise, a true praise, amen, you forget about all that stuff. It, it, it don't even matter to you no more because your mind is so focused on giving God a praise, amen, beginning to listen. We need to give God a praise, amen. You need to take your place, amen. Like Minister Donnie was saying, we was created to give him praise. So we can't do anything less because we was created to give him praise. Amen. You know what's good. You, you know your best praise. You know. Amen. Nobody should have to pump and prime you, amen. You know that God is deserving of this praise, amen. And we got to get back in place, amen. Praise is a weapon. Praise is your weapon. Begin to give God a word of praise. Amen. Begin to, come on, just lift your hands right where you at. Begin to give God a praise. Hallelujah. We talking about the King of all kings and the Lord of lords. Begin to give him a word of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. He's trying to burst some things right now, and you need to give God a praise right now. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to give God a praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I had three people tell me, say, Marco, you need to praise God. You need to Three different occasions, Marco. You need to give God a praise. You in a you in a good in a good place right now. Yeah, I thought about. It. I'm like, this don't look like a good place to me. But understand, I was in the I was in the right place at the right time. Amen. I mean, when all hell was broke loose, I was in the right place. Amen. Hallelujah. And you in the right place. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's going on. It don't even matter. What matters is that you begin to give God a praise. So begin to open up your mouth and give God a word of praise. Amen. We're talking about the one who created you. We're talking about the king of all kings and the Lord of lords. Begin to give him a praise. Amen. Judah means praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Judah means praise. Begin to give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. We thank you right now for what you're doing, God. Hallelujah, God. You're worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. And all the glory. Amen. If you begin to give God a praise, amen, you... You'll find that that little pain in your body don't even matter. Amen. Hallelujah. You, you, you give a good praise. Amen. That pain will go away. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Give God a praise. Whatever you got to do. I don't care if you got to knock tables over. Listen, give God a praise. If you got to step on somebody's feet, step on their feet and just say, excuse me, just give God a praise. Amen. If you got to move people out the way, listen. You, it's, it's, listen, we stay, we in it, we, this hour right here, amen, listen. God is trying to do something. We've been going through, we've been having all these awesome uh, series, amen. It's beginning a little tight, understand now, it's a little tight. But God is trying to do something in us. Judah means praise, amen. He inhabit the praises of his people. I mean, who is his people? The one that's serving him, the one that's taking their place, the one that's who walking this straight and narrow. Those are the people I'm talking about. Those are the ones I'm talking about. If you say that you love the Lord, begin to give him a praise. Amen. Begin to open up your mouth. Begin to Shabbat God. Begin to give what's due to him. Amen. Begin to give him a worthy praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't let your praise go down. Amen. I know things happen, but don't let your praise go down. Naomi didn't let her praise go down. Amen. Yes, yeah, she was she was going through a hard time. Understand. 
It's real. It's real. Understand it's real. I always say, don't never say what you ain't going to do. You'll find yourself doing it, amen? <laughs> the right thing. Trust me, you, you'll do it. Naomi, I really believe if Naomi was just living a regular jacked up life, I don't think Ruthie, we, <laughs> I don't even think we would have heard too much about Ruth, to be honest with you. But they watch her life. They watch her lifestyle. People are watching our lifestyle. They're looking for something to believe in. People don't try all kinds of things. They don't try money. They, money is not the answer. They don't try drugs. Drugs ain't the answer. They don't try tricking and all kinds of stuff. That ain't the answer. People looking for something that's going to sustain and keep them. People looking for something that's going to sustain and keep them. People missing love. That gopy love, that true love. I ain't talking about that love one day, then you make me mad tomorrow I don't love you. I ain't talking about that kind of love. I'm talking about the love that Jesus was on, when he died on the cross, that blood that he shed, that kind of love. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You got anything else, uh, minister? <laughs> Say it forever. Hold your peace. Hallelujah. Say what you got to say. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Jesus.
football game, we hear your mouth, we see your hands, we see you jumping and leaping. Uh, you jumping and leaping for joy, and that's the wrong time to leap for joy. You supposed to be leaping for joy when you praising God. You supposed to be leaping for joy when you glorifying God. That's when you're supposed to be leaping. It's not wrong to leap at a, a football game, but don't do it at a football game, and you ain't going to do it for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just want to encourage you, you know, no matter what it is you're going through, no matter what it is you you went through, God still has given us grace. He's still giving us, he's showing us his mercy. And so even in this hour, he just wants us to begin to praise, begin to pray, you praise your way through some things. That's how I got through when my mother passed away. I praised. I praised like a crazy woman. I was all over the place. I was praising though. I praised and that, that, took me through that took me to another place and so we got to make sure we are praising make sure you praise and don't try to praise God um if you need help praising put on your fast song don't put on nothing uh a worship song because you you gonna find yourself you're gonna feel lower and lower when you shouldn't because you should yes. worship God but put on a praise song Hallelujah. something that is upbeat something that's gonna push you up something that's gonna make you wanna you know start jumping and start praising God and running around the house but worship you know it puts you in a place where you want to lay down and cry out to God and at that moment you don't need to be in that place at that moment not saying that you won't get there but you need to start out with your praise hallelujah amen before we um i just want to say this right quick um and like life is real i mean it's things are real you know and i have to be honest you know i i i when i was facing that little stuff that was going on some weeks ago i, I really i was in a i was in a i was in a good place but me personally, I thought I was in a bad place because what it did to me, it, it allowed me to really start looking at everything around me. I started questioning this is questioning that. I'm like, people this, people that, people this, every time, this, every time. And I'm just being honest because I really believe that God can deal with you being honest than you would being, being telling a lie. And the whole truth, uh, telling a part of the truth is you telling the whole lie. And I was, I was really in a place where I was like, not so much wanting to give up because I really don't have nothing to really go back to, me personally. I mean, I wasn't no dancer. I'd go in the club and just stand on the wall. That's all I did. I, I wasn't I out there dancing and all that right there. I wasn't a, I wasn't a drinker. I wasn't, I didn't do no drugs. I didn't do none of that kind of stuff. Um, I did other stuff, but I was I, I wasn't none of that. But what I'm saying is that I was I felt like I was in a, a low place at that time because I say, Lord, you know, the more you try to open up to people, it seems like the more they try to they hurt you. And God let me know one thing. He say, He said that. You remember, you're not fighting against flesh and blood, but principality and wickedness in higher places. Sometimes we want to blame people. We want to really blame people. But I had to look spiritually at this thing because me looking naturally, okay, no, it's you. You did it. 
not the spirit that's in you. No, I see you. I don't see that spirit. I see you. I want to tear your head up. Tear, tear your head up. Not that spirit. I'm talking to you. But God let me know. I had to look at this thing spiritually. And I had to begin to give God a praise. That's why I say I love this ministry because my pastor called me and different ones I talked to, you know, uh, Pastor Lincoln, different ones I, I talked to, and I just had to be honest. And we're human. We are human. And God wants us to tell the truth, amen? I wasn't trying to hold nothing back. I was telling, right, I really believe God can, can deal with you right where you at, opposed to you saying that, oh, it's going to be all right. No, it's, it's not going to be all right. There is a problem, and the problem needs to be addressed, amen? And how are we going to take our places if we can't address the problem? How can we be better if we don't address the problem? It, it, is, it will not be all right. We got to be truthful and honest, and I love this ministry because it's so transparent. Everyone, you know, they'll tell you, okay, I'm struggling today. I, I, I got this going on. Pray for me. I, I love that because I never really, I never been to ministry where people just come out and just say, look, I need prayer. I'm lusting today or something, whatever the case may be. I never been in a ministry where they tell you that because I always thought that you had to look a certain way. You know, I, I come from a flashy church, man. You know, everybody with their hats and stuff, you had to really go to the front of them to see who it is because everybody got hats on. You can't tell who is who. So, I really thank God for this ministry. And not, not because I'm just going to this ministry because, but God has showed me so much in this ministry. So I pray that, I pray that you guys been blessed by the word, amen. I really pray that you've been blessed by the word, amen. Begin to give God a praise, amen. Servants, take your place. Talk about the faces of praise. Praise, no, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happened. I'm not telling you disregard what you're going through, but I'm telling you in the midst of all this, give God a praise. Everything will be all right. Amen. Everything will be all right. So I'm going to turn this part over to Minister Darlene. Amen. We just going to move on out. To get, out get out your way, you know. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.